0: Yeah, I think we can get all walks of life. Hopefully some good, uh, we get some hitters on here that maybe have faced us, and we could well, probably – we just want hitters that we dominated. I don't want hitters that hit off of us. So <laughs> I'd rather just have them kind of guys. I kind of
1: want Kirk Casale on here if we can somehow because he hit a homer off you. No, just don't get Mookie bets, please. <laughs> he, he hit a homer off you. Kirk Casale. <laughs> and then, and then I made fun of you, and then he had proceeded to hit a nuke off me. So –
0: we should get Kirk Casale on here. He's the only guy that probably had homers on both it's, of us.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> he was a great catcher too. Good teammate. <laughs> um so yeah, we want to hear stories from other ball players. Um we want to talk about, you know, current events, stuff that's going on, of course, across the league, you know, bullpen stuff, um, guys that are struggling in their role perhaps or succeeding. I mean, we're gonna talk about all walks of life within the bullpen. We're just bullpen guys. And then of course, lastly, you know, we want to make it about the viewers, you know, we want to hear what um, you guys want to say, we want to hear your questions. So if we have a, um, you know, a guy coming on that we're going to interview, we, and you have a question for him, send it our way. You know, we'll, we'll, if it's appropriate, of course, we'll, uh, put it out there and so you can get your answer from the source itself. So that's what I feel like is going to make this podcast special.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. And if you guys have some funny questions, it doesn't have to be like serious questions all the time. You want to know anything about us? uh, anything through our careers, anything we did to get to where we were. I think, uh, we definitely have different paths, but, um, we best, we both had successful careers. I feel like I was at least successful a little bit and Steve was very successful. So, uh, throwing underhand helped him out a lot. So, uh, if you guys have any questions, just reach out. And I think this will be a fun podcast. Absolutely.
1: Well, while we're on the subject, Brandon, why don't you tell us, uh, you know, you're retired now, semi-retired, you know, avid BMXer
0: not official
1: unofficially retired could make a comeback at age 45 what are you what are you doing (laughs) with your time right now
0: well right now I'm just healing from a broken ankle if you want to see I got two screws in my ankle Mm. uh trying to be a little a young kid with my son and uh other than that uh, racing BMX has been a lot of fun. It helped me compete when I didn't want to really want to play baseball anymore. But it let me, I got to train for something. Still, I feel like if I didn't get to wake up and like have a purpose to train for something, I definitely would have gone depressed. And uh, I mean, I think that's what we all want. Why we play the game for so long. Not only do we love to compete and we love baseball, but we want to be able to hang out with our families when we're done. And the first thing I got to do when I left the Phillies was go to the track with my son and just have a gr- an awesome experience. And after that, I just fell in love with just the experience of competing with him and hopefully show him what hard work could be to achieve something and so far it's been it it's been a lot of ups and downs i think uh we we yell at each other a few times but uh he's learning and i'm learning to be a better father a better communicator throughout that because obviously uh his first couple or what first five years we i wasn't around so much but uh it's been a lot of fun what are you doing with your time? I think the first couple of months are the hardest. Actually, I think the middle of the summer, the dog days of retirement, and it starts to get you know hard.
1: What? I honestly, uh, I'm being serious. I thought it was going to be a lot harder so far. Um, <laughs> by God's grace, it's been easier than I ever expected because I just love the, you know what I loved about baseball other than the competing and, you know, winning hopefully it was just the schedule you're on, right? You're just, we're so routine oriented that you get in a groove. So if anything was hard, it's the fact that I kind of, it's funny. I get to dictate my own schedule now, but I don't really like it. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's, 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 what's been the hardest, um, But with that, it comes, like you said, and I love what you said about the family time. I mean, that's the huge reason why I hung them up is I just wanted to be around my three girls more. Um, You know, my two older ones played softball. One of them played softball for her first time this year. I got to coach both of them on two different teams. It was so sick. And uh, (laughs) the six-year-old team was kind of like herding some sheep. They had no clue what was going on. Uh, Our eight-year-old team, they were the worst team last year in the league, the smallest this year, they, you know, grew a little bit, understood the game more and they ended up winning the championship, got their rings in, uh, here in in Florida. So it was sick. Um, Tom Kohler was the head coach of that team. I played with him for four years and throughout the minor leagues with the Marlins. So, uh, we had a great time and we're already missing that season, but that's kind of what I've been up to. Um, I even took a class at our our local church on Thursdays that's finishing up. So now I'm going to have more free time. Um, obviously golf, big golfer, um, Actually, you uh, you kind of. appreciate this. I came in last year, 2022, at a 9.8 handicap, and I just checked the other day. I'm down to a 2.8, and I only played. The- Who's keeping four? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a generous scorekeeping. Um, what is it, a putt putt? Like there's no way. <laughs> well, I could. I mean, I could always hit the ball. It was the chipping. It's like me throwing the first base. It just wasn't happening. I'm
0: spraying it all over the
1: place. So
0: <laughs> anything with <laughs> yeah. feel, I was out. I'll never forget where you. Where Yadi Molina left oh. second base early on you and you totally messed it up. And we had to do PFPs in the middle of the rain left field the next day. I was so <laughs> mad. I was so mad.
1: You're welcome. I was just trying to help you get better. One, uh, we have one
0: unathletic guy on our team and everyone's got to <laughs> eat it.
1: A team. Dude, I, I was, I was, that was the first <laughs> time I think ever where we actually won a game and I was mad about it. Not about winning, about the my situation because I felt like Yadi, who's not exactly um, blazing speed exposed me <laughs> stealing third base made me step off try to throw it to third and I just it's eh. <laughs> so underhanded because I didn't want to launch oh it. my god that was he great. knew though that, that guy's prepared for all that stuff that's what makes him so great
0: that is well that's another topic that we can cover at some point with the Cardinals I mean we both threw to Willie and I loved Willie I think he was always prepared maybe we all we had great coaches though that we're always like good game planners, but Willie would follow, was very good at following the plan. And I just think, like, you go over it to maybe it's a different game planning for him over there. And with Yacht, I mean, when you throw at a Yachty for all those years, you just like, you don't, you just say yes, you don't even like have to shake off. I mm-hmm. think it sucks that those guys are dealing with that situation, and Willie's got to deal with that situation because. I think when you throw to him you know you don't have to worry about runners as much and he cares he wants to compete sometimes it's he obviously goes about it the wrong way and your his body language a little bit but you know he cares yeah i
1: know i I feel for him too i mean he's getting paid a lot of money to be a dh i mean the guy can hit obviously but um i i actually i enjoyed throwing to him with the cubs i mean he receiving the ball he was still young back then and was kind of spotty at times but at the end of the day, if the guy gets on first base, like he, he's not stealing, you know, it keeps the double play intact for a ground ball pitcher like myself. And for, especially for you. And so I, I loved it. I loved throwing to him because he has an absolute cannon and he locked me in every time I pitched it. (laughs) I don't know if you remember um, when we were in uh, Seattle, I had my little episode where I uh, missed a comebacker to me. Threw it into the dirt to first base. Runner was safe. Long story short, we, I got out of a, or say we got out of a um, huge jam with a run, run, one run game in the ninth and ended up winning the game. And I did this double fist pump thing. Yeah, big punchy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but that's because Wilson <laughs> gets me like fired up. Like he brings, he always brought out the best of me. He always brought some adrenaline. And so
0: I love that about him. I always love he'd give a sign or something and he'd give you that fist pump. Like, yep. trust me, he was never afraid to call like my third best pitch in a big spot. Like, you know, but if he called, it, I felt like there's a reason he's mm-hmm. calling this. Totally. And
1: uh, also, too, that's what I love well, about for sure. It. And we had, you know, Borzello and those guys that advanced um, with the advanced um, scouting report and stuff like that. If he had any doubts, you know, he could look right into the dugout and, those guys would you know, reassure him that he's calling the right pitches. So it makes me wonder, like, I don't know if they right. have that in St. Louis or, I mean, I don't really know, but at the end of the day, if pitchers aren't comfortable throwing to a certain catcher, you know how it is. It's tough. Um, but th- that's something you got to work out, man, in spring training. And and all, honestly, it's just for me, way too early in the season to be doing something like that.
0: Yeah. We remember almost all those guys in the rotation and some of the bullpen went to the WBC. Yep. And he didn't play in the WBC, so he could get time with those guys. And then they left. It's like for me in Philly in 2021, I didn't throw one inning to JT in spring training. Mm -hmm. Like not once. And all of a sudden you throw to them and it's just the setup's different. Everything's different. Like you're just, you're not flowing. Right. And
1: I mean, the, you know, starting pitchers on the Cardinals, you know, veteran guys, maybe the organization's like, oh, that's fine. You know, they can throw to anybody. But no, like you said before, and you have Yachty for all those years. I mean, you're spoiled. And no, no disrespect to Wilson with that. I mean, the thing about Wilson too, and he wants to be the best, you know what I mean? So he aspires to be at that level that Yachty would catch, you know what I'm saying? And so there's that respect with him. Yeah, 100%. So it's like, (laughs) it's it's just not quite there yet. But I think, I think they'll figure it out eventually. That team is built to win, so.
0: Yeah, I hope he fits in there. Because, you know, like St. Louis, their culture is just very tight. And I mean, you played there. Yeah. Did it feel like? I mean, I think you're kind of guy that would fit into St. Louis's culture right away, and I hope that he could fit into their culture. It might take some time, but Uh, that's another thing that he want made it feel uncomfortable. Like it's just different. It it
1: it is different.
0: Cultures are. It's it's tough to fit in with cultures like that. They're very tight, especially
1: when you're now a veteran on an organization like the Cubs, and you go, you know, over to the Cardinals, where, like you said, it's a totally different culture. Um, Yeah, that's that's a tough adjustment for sure. So it could be anything, but. I mean it's not hurting him offensively. He's he's raking, so
0: No, I mean he hit a ball the other night into the wind. The center field didn't even move and him going off the wall, but he hit a slider off Strowman that was then he hit another ball. I think it was a ground ball in the hole. I don't know if it was him or it was uh the short DeYoung. but it was like 117 miles an hour. But <laughs> well, it might have been Willie, but if not his ball, he hit a, he cut the ball into the wind off the center field of the wall. It was pretty impressive.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's an animal, he's a stud, but I I hope the best for him. I really do. I mean, I think he's still going to be great over there. It's just kind of, you know how it is, man. They're, they're scuffling bad and it's a panic button, but I, you know, the offense looks really good. If I get a pin on anything, their their bullpen's just been, has been off. They're, they've been struggling out there.
0: Yeah. I watched them the other night and it's just a lot of bad counts. Even their starters, like Michaelis is Miles is good. He's just had a lot of bad counts, a lot of nibbling and nibbling and breaking mm-hmm. balls. It was like, just attack. I mean, the wind was blowing in at Wrigley, like attack. Yeah. And you know how it is, dude. Like I would love, If the wind was blowing and we are pitching there, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to throw this sinker right down the middle and please try to hit this as yeah, far as you can.
1: Exactly. <laughs> oh, I've been there before. Especially, oh, man, when the wind's blowing out, though, I'm just like, what well, now? What do I do? These guys are sneezing balls out over the left field ball. <laughs>
0: But I don't <laughs> know if maybe that's how Kirk and Sally hit that grand slam off me. It wouldn't had been blown out. <laughs> he um the uh in 2019
1: though, we kind of started off like that. Now, granted, we didn't make the playoffs that year. We just kind of faltered in the second half, but early on we were we were rough. And a lot of it was because of us in the bullpen, I felt like. But then all of a sudden, I don't know if you remember, we had this team meeting and with Bussy and kind of just turned everything around, like made us relax a little bit. We were just pressing too hard early in the year. We just needed to chill out, you know, and yeah. just trust the process and realize that we're good, everything's gonna even out, we're gonna be fine. just a bad stretch. And sure enough, that was the case.
0: Well, I was shoving. I don't yeah, know. You're about the only you, one.
1: But... I was grinding. I just walked the bases loaded in Atlanta and got all my runs cashed in. That oh, was tough. I
0: remember
1: that. And uh I remember that. You know, it's just one of those things where you just sometimes you just lose feel and all of a sudden one game lost by the bullpen compounds. You know, then all of a sudden you get the lead again and maybe you you know, this guy in the bullpen gives it up. It's like how do you stop the bleeding? And when you have guys like Bussy in the organization to kinda, you know, help relax the team. Um, he brought us all together just to make sure that we all were supporting each other, saying good things about about each other, positive reinforcement. The guys were came out raking that day and we pitched well.
0: Yeah, that team was so much fun. I was I don't know how that team did not make the playoffs. It's amazing but because we were so good yeah and the bullpen was really good once we figured out the bullpen and joe had a rhythm with the bullpen man yep and then obviously we had really good starters too
1: yeah we. Could.
0: but i just think yeah it takes one game it takes one game for you to be like you know what i'm just gonna attack them here and see what happens and all of a sudden you just go one two three maybe you get a punchy out of it and you're like that's what i need to do like just nibbling and nibbling is just Putting chasing the like I always say, chasing the punchies lead the walks. Like, and these days they love the strikeouts, the front office, and everyone loves the strikeouts. That's all they talk about. But that leads to 25, 30 pitches and maybe a walk. You're not available the next day. You're probably yeah. not fresh. So, if, what if you just come in and attack? If these guys just go in and just today, I'm just going to attack. I'm just going to attack them with my fastball. I'm not going to try to expand so much. I and mean, you might have an eight pitch inning and you'd be like, man, that was, that was easy. I mean, it's never easy. You make it look easy, but sometimes you're like, "Yep, that was easy.
1: Especially a guy, dude, like Jordan Hicks. I mean, (laughs) I'm watching him pitch the other day. His stuff is ridiculous. And he's got to know his stuff is ridiculous, but he's just kind of spraying the ball everywhere. And it's I'm watching this and I'm like, man, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I've walked my fair share in my career, but like if I'm throwing a hundred miles an hour with that movement, with that wipeout slider or a sweeper now they call it, like I'm using that thing. I'm, I'm just a, I'm just going after guys, and whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? And sometimes I wonder, like, what goes yeah, on in right down you know, the... these guys' heads? Their mentality out there. If they're just scared, or if they're not scared, they're attacking. It's just not working out. Who knows what it is? But I guess as a coach, I like guess let's say Brand, Brandon Kinsler, pitching coach, St. Louis Cardinals. What what do you tell them, these guys that are you know if they're struggling in the bullpen, giving it up a little bit? How how are you turning the ship?
0: Let's just say I'm going to Hicks. I'd be like, "You're throwing 101 mile an hour sinkers." Not, the guy doesn't even want to be in the box, first mm-hmm. of all. Like you're already mentally defeated them by coming out of the gate, like just full on attack mode. And if they start hitting you, adjust from there. But don't give in and be 1020. And they start feeling confident, knowing that you don't feel confident. Yeah. Just 0-1. Oh, one, oh, one. You should always be 0101. Oh, one. I mean, it's not. It's easier said than done to be oh, 01. But if you come in, the hitter knows when you're attacking him. And they're probably going to swing right away because they want to get out of the box. They want—they don't want to let you get to the nasty slider. They'd rather you get this fastball that you might leave up and they'll fist you in the center fielders. Yep, something. totally. But jo- I would just be full-on attack. If that was my guy, I'd full-on attack mode. And then if I had, let's see, the, where is it, Cabrera? Yeah, Genesis. Yeah, the curveball's filthy. Off-speed's filthy. I feel like he'd doesn't throw enough fastballs to where he loses the feel. Mm-hmm. And that's why he'll spray every once in a while. A lefty scares the heck out of a lefty yep. up and in. If he could just focus on just your curl, I feel like his curveball is always going to be there. Let's focus on establishing this fastball at least once in a hitter. And it will allow everything else to play off of that. Right. And then you got. Cause those guys have unreal. It's too
1: good. Unbelievable. He's, he's so sick. Oh God. I mean, that's,
0: you know it was crazy? i am watched him, he cannot strike anybody out against the Cubs the other night. There's, Cubs are tough. They're tough to strike out. They're battling mm-hmm. the heck out of them. But and he's but the thing is, he's thrown his one on one, it's right down the middle. Like it's not spotted. It's literally like I throw 101 miles an hour, I'm throwing it right down the middle. It's one thing if you throw one on one with some sink down the middle, but when you throw one on one with Yeah, but he's got rides though, too. Straight ball but, go good. I
1: but that's the thing. I, I'd rather have that than walking guys and nibbling.
0: Just go right after him. Oh, you know? yeah. Make him hit you for sure. Well, they had what they have a two-run lead, two or three-run lead. Yeah, I, I get that attack. It's just and the thing is, like those guys are going to get worn out because their starters aren't yeah, going deep true. at mm-hmm. all. And, and Miles had like forty pitches. It was forty-two pitches or something like that after two, and it was like so unnecessary counts, like crazy. And then he was in the fifth or sixth inning. He threw a nasty sinker, and Dansby swings right over it. What do you go? Breaking ball, breaking ball, double. It's like, he literally just swung over your, he just showed you how nasty your sinker is. Where did the breaking ball have to come from? Cause the scouting report said it <laughs> Ca- called from the dugout. I don't know. It's all, it's all a comfort thing too. I don't know. Just read. The, I think we've lost the, sometimes we've lost the ability to read the, at bat mm-hmm. of what's happening. If we just go off, whatever the scouting report says, the guy looks at his what uh, Oh, one count. Uh, he us throw a slider. Oh, one, one count. When you throw another slider, like, when did he ever show you you need to throw a slider? Yeah,
1: a guy like Dansby, I mean, great hitter. You can stay with sinkers down and away are super good on him and in and off in on his hands. You know, I remember that last year or so.
0: And up, yeah. Gotta be above the above the thigh. Don't go down and in. It's like mm-hmm. nitro. But if you go sinkers up and then off him and then sinkers down and away, like and he gets you, it might be a base hit the right field. If he gets base, I mean, I'm happy if he hits a single to yeah. right. Yeah, I mean that they could very well. But if I'm throwing breaking balls that stay in the middle of the zone, and it's nitro for him because he stays. He's got a really good swing that way.
1: No, and again, we're just talking about the Cardinals because I saw Willie's name come up. I'm like, man, we we got to talk about this. But um, I, I I mean, overall, I'm not worried about them. Their lineup is sick. They're stacked. I mean, they're going to figure it out on the pitching end. All will be okay there. You know, oh, yeah. the Pirates are already starting to come out. Come down from their their mountain they were just on, <laughs> you know. So
0: it's like they, they're falling out of that tree there. I mean, no offense, right, to the players, right, right, right. No, totally. You know, but
1: it's great for yeah, the it league. Is. Absolutely, I love seeing that. But you know, let's let's be realistic here. I mean, the Cardinals are a far better team.
0: Yeah, there, there's too many good quality guys. Uh, the Brewers are good. They're I always think good. They're really good. They're not going to score tons of runs all the time, but they're good. And then. The Cubs are a feisty team. They got a good rotation, and they got a feisty lineup. I mean, Ian Happ, man, I wish he was like that when we were there. Holy crap! <laughs>
1: what do you mean? He's, I mean, he was he was a good player, but he started figuring it out the second half of nineteen. Yeah, he started a year in AAA that year. Yeah, but the second half of nineteen, he started. He started. I remember when I went on the IL for my hip.
0: I know. Uh, I wish he, we had him. Uh, is what I'm saying. I wish we had him the whole time. Like oh, that. Okay. Holy crap! This dude's uh, he's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy to see it.
0: Yeah, it's great for him. I'm glad he got. Paid. I'm glad he gets to stay there, and he got paid. He's such yep. a good dude. Totally.
1: So it was it was kind of sad seeing him and uh, Willie break
0: <laughs> get broken apart there.
1: <laughs> Excuse me. Um, there, yeah. especially I think they at one point they were hugging in the dugout, thinking they were gonna get traded at the deadline, and then it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, no one <I> got traded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what I wanted to bring up. It's always when you don't think you're going to get traded you get traded. <laughs> exactly. I wanted to touch on something you said earlier about attacking guys and making hitters comfortable, uncomfortable. Um, and this is essential for any pitcher, especially relievers. Um, and it's so simple. You you throughout the course of the year, you always forget about the most like simple concepts. Like you know, once the ball leaves your hand, you're out of control. Like just attack guys, whatever. But uh, have you ever watched Hunter Harvey pitch? He's with the Nats. His dad, Brian Harvey, closer for a long time, um, old school type player. And his philosophy is four pitches or less to get a guy out. I mean, you got to watch this dude attack. It is awesome. So shout out to Hunter Harvey. I mean, if you guys ever get a chance to watch how a pitcher, especially reliever, ought to attack a hitter, watch that man pitch. It's impressive. And he throws like 100, so
0: that helps. But it's fun. Well, at least he knows he's got a hundred, and he's going to attack. Yeah, he's not got a hundred.
1: He's coming at you. He doesn't care if you hit it a mile or not. And he's got a wipeout uh, splitter too with it. So, and it's just pound, strike one, no, strike no, no, two, no. put him away. Strike one, strike two, put him away. Like it's just clockwork. When he's not worn out, that is, you know, it's it's. Well, he,
0: he's in Davy's bullpen. No, he,
1: he's got to go to his dogs. He's <laughs> got the lead, winning. <laughs> <big>. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we don't gotta warm them up every day either. He, I mean, sometimes they forget the up the up downs don't He's count. He's pretty good
1: something. about it. Um, Hunter is he he won't throw well, a ton pregame, but I'd be you'd be shocked, dude. Like I, I was blown away, especially last year. First of all, it's like oh wow, these guys work really hard. Um, they're th- like a lot of the bullpen guys, like you know Carl Edwards and um, Finnegan. They throw off the mound full distance every day. And like five to 10 pitches, but they, uh, they pitch it, a lot, man, you know, in the games. And then they're off the mound every day, pretty much too. It is impressive. I'm like, man, I don't know how you guys do it. So it's like.
0: Not full distance. I'm all about put that guy in front and just touch it a little bit. If I could just feel, totally. get a feel, then I know I'm fine, but I can't be I'm talking full
1: hammers, you know, getting after it pretty good, like 90% effort. I'm like, hey, if it works for you, <laughs> go for it. But I'm telling you right now, maybe I'm old. I just can't. My arm hurts too bad.
0: Yeah, I think they're probably under 30. (laughs) They are. You know, Carl. Yeah. When they're like 30, get over the 33 range, you're just like, uh, do you want to like seven throws today? Yeah. All right. Great. Great. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: had a a younger guy there last year, um, a catch partner, and he wanted to throw like five throws a day. I was like, that's great. Yeah. I'm saving as many bullets as I can, as <laughs> Voltaire can only hold me together so much. But thankfully, between that, is he still? In the um, league league? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't looked. He's not with the Nats anymore. He's moved on. So, oh, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I feel like young guys, it's different. You need to just they need to throw a lot to just to get the feel and learn. That he could have learned how to play catch with you is a thing. Like he could have learned yeah, something. No, totally.
1: I try to get him to throw a little bit more here and there, and. He was just old school, like, no, I'll be all right. I was like, okay, whatever. I mean, I'm good with it. Yeah, it exactly. <laughs> um, but.
0: I can't remember. the Why can't I think of the guy's name that I play with in Philadelphia? Oh, oh Rod. Yes. he he threw gas. Oh, man. When I start, I started playing catch him in spring training, I was scared for life because he had no idea oh, so where you, the ball was going. Time out. Mean, you were no scared
1: idea. playing catch with someone else?
0: I was scared. Yeah, I was scared. Dude. 99 sinkers spraying everywhere is a thing It's one thing if you know where it's going but it was spraying everywhere so so i was scared so i'm like dude i need to teach you how to play catch here like like because then you go on the mountain you walk everyone i'm like let's get under control and use our legs a little bit and have some flow and let's like work on feel because otherwise i was i was not going to survive and it actually helped him out a lot he ended up with dominating like he had a dominated spring training and he was dominated throughout the year and you know what happened they said you need a better you need to basically need a sweeper so they change his grip on his slider and he just keeps blowing oh, that's out
1: tough now. to throw a sweeper
0: from that but the 99 was sink and his change-up wasn't good enough apparently and his one era <laughs> he's he's a bulldog
1: but i i was I, I, hold on a second you're saying you were uncomfortable playing catch with somebody <laughs> You got some. You have some nerve. Dude. <laughs> yeah. So just, so, just so you I do have know, some nerve. I... ever since Kinsler got traded to the Cubs, we were catch partners, and it was the least amount of fun I've ever had in my life in baseball in terms of throwing a ball and catching a ball, because <laughs> this guy would throw as hard as he could sinkers, which, by the way, move like this, and. First of all, I tried a Marucci glove out because I wasn't ever going to switch, but I, I wish I wanted to see the difference. Blew it out in four days because of his sinker. And then he always has me stand as this I'm a hitter, but with a glove on so he can work on front-hipping two-seamers to lefties. And I don't know how – if you ever yanked a fastball, it would hit me right in the kneecap, so I was worried about that. And in fact, it did happen one time in <laughs> Colorado. It dropped me
0: we got to get the video. For I got, that that video is on the internet It's embarrassing. going I down. I literally
1: thought – I still have problems with my knee to this day. I literally thought you shattered my kneecap. I got carted off the field. I was telling Tommy Hod of your pitch coach, I'm done. This is it. He blew me out like, like half serious. <laughs> I was like, yeah, eighth <laughs> inning fine. Get this guy out of the eighth inning. And I, the day before that, I blew the game. I don't remember that. I gave up a double off the first base bag, and then
0: <laughs> that ended up scoring. I do remember that. That's why I was like, and I didn't even get the pitch. I'm like, I'm, yeah, taking them out. I'm tired of this. <laughs> well, my thing was with my catch. If I practice throwing sinkers to your chest, what is that ever going to do for me? No, exactly. I totally agree. I totally agree. I'm just giving you a hard time because you said it was hard. Do you know how hard it is to sink your body up? It t- it's hard to sink your body to throw a backdoor sinker. So if I practiced it in catch, I didn't have to waste all my time in the bullpen trying to get the feel for it. So if I kept practicing it every day, I mean, I've, I've, I've had some amazing throwing partners. You're a great sport. I really appreciate that, by the <laughs> way, by moving over. And I was it always scared me when I didn't, when I when I did yank the backdoor sinker and it looked like he was going to kill me. I don't you. know if
1: I ever told you this, but guys would be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, Why do you even play catch with him? Like, we have bullpen catchers. I'm like... Because it locks, if it locks him in, I'll I'll wear it. I don't care. Like I just want to get this guy locked in. That's my boy, and I want to win ball game. So if I get hit in the kneecap, then so be it. And then sure enough, it happened. And then I wore a shin guard. You pitched. I wore the two a shin days guard. later. To catch with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man, I really didn't care. I mean,
0: oh, the next year. The next year I broke up my throwing partner's toe in spring know. training. We, we were the least
1: fun to play catch with. Like I, I hit I hit a guy in the face the year before before you got there. Who was it? Oh, man, I forget. Uh, but I threw a sinker that should have cut and a rose and uh, cut on him and hit him right. Oh, it was Luke Farrell. And he wouldn't play catch with me anymore. I felt so bad. He was a great oh, dude. Yeah. Or is a great dude. I act like he's dead now. No, he survived that. <laughs> he's still doing great. Awesome guy. <laughs>
0: Well, maybe it wasn't such a we good dude after that.
1: He was—he was a joy to be around. Um, but then I played catch with you, and we both just wore each other out. It was good for us.
0: Yeah, you act like you were like come f- fun to play catch with. There was a big, massive crow hop from forty-five feet, and the, you don't know where the ball's coming <laughs> from, and it's going to move everywhere. And then you had a frisbee slider. Well, yeah. It was like, and then this changeup that. you – through once in a blue moon that you needed to practice every day. You had no idea where the hell was going. Yeah.
1: No, my changeup was terrible. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Well, no, man, it's, it's been a good start. Um, you know, we hope we get, hope the viewers enjoy yeah. it. And uh, again, like start asking questions, man. Just send it. You can send it to my inbox. We're going to get an uh, Instagram, Twitter account going um, so we can get some, some feedback and some yeah, questions.
0: What, what's the other thing called? TikTok. TikTok.
1: That's 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 for Brandon to set up. Not a big TikTok guy.
0: Huh. I don't I don't know what it is, but we'll let uh, Aiden the producer right. set that one up. He'll do our social media. He's got a he's got a personality like you, very dry, funny. So that'll be good. <laughs> Sounds good.
1: All right, thanks thanks Aiden for all your hard work. All right, man. All right, peace, guys. That was good.